What? You want to say that again? You got all your stuff you want to bore people with, so I'll take the lead. There's something I remember on the last record. What the fuck? What? Did you set an alarm to remember to uh, do this? I told you I was sleeping. Who sleep? Well, we know the answer. What's the point of me getting upset? What are you getting? There's nothing to get upset about. Well, me sitting waiting around for you to uh, wake up, even though it's early evening, is something. It's not early evening. It's 9.30. And then I forgot my password to log into, so I had to reset that. But you've been asleep. I was having a weird dream. Why can't you save sleeping for, um, you know, bedtime? Because mm, I should be sleeping now. Are you 80? No, but we just came off of overnight shifts. Do you I, see me slumped over? Did you sleep today? A little bit. An appropriate amount, as shift workers do. Or some shift workers believe they can just stay up the rest of the day. Because they're... No, I always had stuff to do. You had stuff. What was so important that you had to do? I can't say. You can't, well, you can't say what? Is there? A, you got a book coming out that's secret? You don't want it to spill out? What's so important? I can't let people know it's too early. Okay. Well, I apologize to the listeners that have uh, decided to tune into this this week. And they're yeah. getting... I pity the fool that decided to listen to STC Pod this week. Yep. They're getting slumpy McGill over here. It's okay. You had a whole shy. I saw your little notes, your, your sheet of paper that you keep complaining about. Why, why got, do I, we never got to these boring topics that I wanted to talk about last episode. <laughs> you got to move your phone away from the uh, thing. I'm getting the, the, the uh, dildo vibrations going from your Samsung. I don't get why I got to work with Sleepy McGee and on our day out days off talking on the phone, I got to get Sleepy McGee as well. That's another reason why you won't get a Samsung that you want me to get. Interferes with recording sessions. All if all the phone is within, uh, really? Cause my phone is right beside everything and it's not, it's not causing this recording session to vibrate like a dildo. So your Samsung. Five feet too close to the microphone. How much uh, dildo experience do you have that you can uh, you can match uh, the harmonics so succinctly? I have been asked to use that device on women numerous times. Go ahead. Nope. <laughs> You've been asked. You've been asked to go get one and to uh, brandish it. Or was it presented to you and handed to you? Say, I can't say any other more anymore. Why don't you tell tell listeners about your experience with uh, dildos? <laughs> and you're the one you brought it up. I'm just curious now. This could be back in the day. The old uh, the Lindsay uh, tramps you were dealing with back in the day. Did you have to go and buy one, or were you presented one? How about you start the show? <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see the secret of the hidden camera of Joe walking into one of those stores. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Do you have one that looks just like this zip? I like that big black one back there. Oh, excuse me, sir. That's my thermos. Oh, well, anything like that? How much for your thermos? <laughs> All right, everybody, welcome to uh, your latest edition of STC Pod, your Start to Continue podcast. This is episode, I believe, 202. Uh, yeah, we uh, are talking across the interwebs. We are not face-to-face. -face. Um, the connection might be crappy. My internet has dropped out significantly tonight for some reason. I was getting speeds of around one and a half big megabytes to download a second. So, yeah, that's great. I wonder why I'm switching. That might be why. Actually, my upload speed was beating my download speed somehow. So, that's that's exciting stuff right there. And I don't live in a third world country. I live in a suburb. It should be fully serviced. However, 
for this particular company, it, it is not. So that is coming my big switch. Uh, is it next week or the week after something like that? Next week. Next yeah. Week. In a week, in a week it's happening. Good. I think. The big switcheroo going to the competition. not happy about it, but I got to do it. Yeah. That uh, competitor was actually the very first one. I had my cell phone service with. No, wait, was it? Uh, no, it was the second one. I don't even know how big this install is going to be because I don't even have that cable coming into my house. I know it. I think it comes into my... Uh, I found a rogue wire out in my front flower bed once, and I think that was like uh, a drop left there when the houses were built. But other than that, there's no cable that goes in the house. So I might actually have to do some work to get it in. They don't have their own lines though, do they? Like what? What do you mean? I don't know. There's a box at the curb. And I think this cable comes from that. That's what I mean though. They're, they don't have their own lines though. They have to rent lines from other companies though, don't they? Oh, well, I'm switching to Fido, which is owned by Rogers. So they're using the Rogers oh. infrastructure. There you go. Which is already at everyone's house. Um, yeah. <clears throat> uh, the other big service I changed, uh, we talked about it last week. I was dabbling with the Sirius satellite radio for my music. And uh, I was telling you how the app was just insanely terrible. It would drop constantly. It would make you reconnect. It would make you put in your credentials every five minutes, it seemed. Would never remember where you left off. It wouldn't record your favorite channels. It was just a disaster, this app. And uh, so it pretty much talked me out of going full on as a subscriber. Sorry, I'm watching him tweak his nipples now. That dildo story really got him going. But I read somewhere that uh, someone talking about the app, everyone was complaining about it like me, but someone said, actually, when you sign up, it'll it'll clear up. It'll be fine. So I made the big plunge, and it's not a big plunge. It's $30 for six months for the streaming service. So in my mind, that's like extremely well-priced. The price will go up after six months, but I've already put a reminder in my calendar to uh, cancel a couple days before. So I'll be doing that. And once I did hit go on the subscription and paid my money, the app just cleaned up and now it works solid as a rock. Everything works on it. So I don't know what kind of business idea, like who is the business genius that came up with for trial memberships. Let's give everyone the biggest pile of shit. So they won't want to continue with their service. And then, but if they do buy in, it'll, it'll be fine for them. But does that make any sense to you? And it's not like I had to re-download the app. Like I got a deluxe app. It's the same freaking app, same app. The only thing that's different is I put different credentials into it. Once I had a subscription. I think it's just uh, the app logs into a different uh, like server or some kind of host, more solid base. Where the connection doesn't crap out on you after like you know ten minutes, but you're right though. That's a that's a weird business model. Why would you discourage and turn off potential buyers by offering them a subpar service like that, <laughs> or at least give us a warning when we get the trial? Say, here's your trial. Now you're not getting the deluxe package yet. You're only getting you know limited this, limited no, that. It doesn't even make sense. This is what no. we got. Look how good this app works. Yeah. Give us your money. I'm trying to help them out. So I find it weird that you're you're willing to pay for a lot of these services. Paying for Netflix, paying for your radio now. Well, it's um, like, what? All of this shit is free, man. You know, that, that surprises me because as a regular churchgoer, as you are, who takes the premier pew at the church. At Christmas time, yes. You should, you know, you should be uh, all supportive of everyone paying their way. If you uh, 
enjoy a service, you should pay for it. Right? Helps people produce more. Helps put jobs out there in the industry. Yeah, but the ladies like the bad boy. <laughs> well, you at that price point, like, come on, 30 bucks for six months. It's that the Sirius is what's is the, such what's a the great logic service. though that you can't download all or not download but have all your music on uh, whatever your phone or whatever and just play what you want off of there. I I do, but and? certainly I can't download every song. You don't need to have every single song of a generation. No, you don't. You don't need to have every song <laughs> or in existence. <laughs> It's, it's sometimes nice to sit back and play an album straight through, but it's also nice to have someone who has curated a playlist for you, feed it out to you. It's called randomize on your playlist. Uh, I, I use random and right. it often will hit the same things. You're like, there's 34,000 songs here. Why are you playing the same song twice in a row? It Well, that's your Samsung. Actually, I, up on you. actually. Uh, well, inside information, the device inside my car is an iPod, one of those big 300 gig iPods. Yeah, well, that's an old version. That's why it's screwing up on you. Oh, that's an old. It is shit. It is shit. It has to reset every so often. You can't play more than 200 songs in a row without it cacking out because it's an Apple. No. So. Speaking Anyways, which, I'm still up in the air about what I'm going to do with my iPhone six. I need to, uh, I haven't looked into it any further, but I don't know. I need to maybe get a payment plan or something. <laughs> Cough up the money for, uh, I don't know if I want to go eight or now for a couple hundred dollars more. Just go right to the 10. Don't, don't buy an apple. I'm going to follow my buddy Will's footsteps. Don't buy an apple. Go so I 10 X. <laughs> I got to go to the bank so I can get a loan for a phone. Can I get a loan to get my iPhone? Holy crap. I saw my daughter. I gave her crap for doing something and she tossed her phone like haphazardly, like, uh, like whatever onto the kitchen counter. And I went crazy. I'm like, I work with a guy who is considering going to the bank to get a loan for the very phone you're just throwing against the counter. Like have a little respect for things, please. Yeah. Respect. Ridiculous. You want me to talk to her? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> want me to do the old uh, scare tactic? I'll show up at your door one day. Yeah. Guess what? We sold ask, your phone to Joe. <laughs> ask her to use uh, your toilet. <laughs> Pick up your dog. Well, you like your dog. Then you're going to treat your phone nice now. Otherwise. Your dog might not be around tomorrow. I don't know what you're supposed to do, man. Uh, you are in a really good uh, price monthly contract, so you don't want to lose that. So you have to have an unlock. <clears throat> you know, you have to buy the full phone outright, and uh, that's going to be super expensive. Yeah, it's. I don't uh, even know who sells them like outright like that. We tried looking it up. Like Best Buy didn't have any outright. Yeah, they do. No, they didn't. They all have it. Well, well, you were there when I looked it up. They didn't have any, unless you got to go in the store. Yeah, they all they all have to sell you the phone. They can't just offer you a plan. Uh, I call customer service, and uh, you know, hey, this is what I want. What can you guys do for me? Long time customer, but we switched over to that uh, uh, special plan where it's like it, they all, it was a three day only offer of this special. X amount of gigabytes for an extremely low price. And, uh, my wife switched over me, her, my mother-in-law onto that plan. So all three of us now are on the special plan. It's not even that it was only offered three days. It was a lot of people knew about it. They could not even get through to customer service to switch their plans to that uh, plan. It, it went so wild those three days yeah. and you somehow got it. And the operator was like, yeah, my husband has that plan and I had to buy him a new phone. There's nothing we can do about that. People are calling and asking if they can still get onto that plan after all this time. 
it's not good. And and the, and the charges now that they want, if you want to, you know, buy your plan, your bike, uh, get your phone like on a, you know, whatever two year plan or whatever it is. I think it starts at seventy five dollars, and that only gives you one gig of data. And to get another gig of data, I think it's like a, it's like ten dollars more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even with just the one gig of data, is already over what I'm paying. And your your awesome plan you're talking about now, that's still to put in perspective. It's only awesome in Canada. <laughs> like for yeah, Canada, well, it's awesome. Yeah, that's. I think that goes without saying. Even our buddy Duke got the new iPhone, and uh, I think he said he got it on a on a plan or something, or pay, a payment plan, or I think he put a mortgage on his house to get it or something too. No, it's in the the states. They just give them away. The truck drives down Main Street, and they throw them out the back of the truck for everybody. I was reading an article today that um, the next wave of cord cutting is upon us. We're uh, people are now, you know, they've got rid of their home phone. Now they're getting rid of their home internet because they have so many unlimited uh, mobile internet plans available that people don't need home internet. It's like, that's not in Canada. <laughs> no way. No way we're near that <clears throat> unlimited data on a mobile. That's unheard of here. And so what do they do for their home computers or their gaming systems? They, their phone, they phone is a hotspot and away you go. Really? Wow. Why pay for two different internet streams coming in when your mobility is unlimited? Yeah. Not in Canada. No way. That all so, seems kind of silly though. Is, aren't they losing money that way by offering these? Or is it all these shitty uh, little companies offering these kind of services. And that's what these people are going to like, uh, I don't know what, what's a smaller company in the States. I can't imagine like Verizon doing that or, or whatever. Right. What is I that like Kudu or something or oh, that's Canadian. Is that, I think I've that. heard the big boys doing that unlimited internet. Yeah. I'm sure I've seen ads for that. Anyways, I was talking about serious. How'd we get on? Get off this. Because I go where it's interesting to me. Oh, where it's interesting to you. One thing I will tell you about random when uh, when that was happening. Uh, it did pick up. Random did me a service before I put it away. And it played me uh, music from the very first. Uh, you know, I have a rule about bands named after cities. But they're shit. What, Chicago? But random played me music from Chicago's very first album. And it gets a pass from me because they weren't called Chicago at the time. They were called Chicago Transit Authority. But if you haven't heard music from that album, go check that out. That blew my mind. It's it's like prog rock. It is it is exceptional. That just shows you how good Chicago is in general. No, and then something happened. No, something no. happened right after. They that. only sold, I don't know, over 125 <laughs> million albums. Yeah, so did uh, Celine Dion. What's that? What's that tell you? What, what's that matter? She bon Jovi that. sold a billion albums. Yeah, they're all good. Well, well, yeah, I like, I like all three. John Bon, John Bon, a little bit of Blaze of Glory. <laughs> Saw that in theater. Young Guns, you know. You saw that. Oh, too. young men's, yeah. That does bring me to, uh, I had an idea as I teased the last episode, how to save the Super Bowl halftime show. You know, it's gone steadily downhill. It always goes, has its ups and downs. It may get uh, Tom Petty one year or Bruce Springsteen or Paul McCartney. And then you got your Britney Spears and your. Last year again, was last year a multiple show multiple uh guess. wasn't it uh, beyonce or some shit kelly clarkson i i don't know i got the act for for halftime you ready for this or do you have uh do you have an idea first i'll tell you this who's booked Who in already in last year's super bowl musical guest 
the Eagles beat the Patriots in the no. Super Bowl by a score. Who was the musical guest in last year's Super Bowl? The Patriots and Eagles made it to the Super Bowl. Who was the halftime show in last year's Super Bowl? The Eagles bested the Patriots in the Super Bowl by a score of 41 to 33 mm -hmm. on the 4th of February, 2000. Who played in the halftime musical guest for last year's Super Bowl? Yeah, make the question more complicated. Justin Timberlake performed in the Super Bowl 52 halftime show on the 4th of February, 2018. I don't even remember that. Siri came through again. Wow, I blocked that from my mind. Yeah, that was a. Uh, I don't know, man. I guess okay, the ladies like him, but his music is not my cup of tea. Well, Maroon Five is booked for this year. Hmm. Really, I'm surprised by that. They got a new album coming out, then I guess, right? No, try. I don't know. It's usually the case. I don't know. Who's in that? Uh, room? Yeah, I'm interested Fine. about. Uh, I don't have any music from the Chicago uh, Tribute uh, Transit Authority. Hello. Year. Did did we move too quickly for you? We're talking about the Super Bowl halftime. Well, yeah, so. you moved. I was going to comment on that. So I'm always <laughs> looking for um, some cassettes when I'm out thrifting to see if I can find. Because I always find Chicago cassettes, but I love to find like a vinyl or a, a cassette mm. for uh, the Transit Authority. You played that one song for me. It was actually really good. Cause I've never really checked out the, their early, early years. I, that's one record I would get. It's the first one. Anyways, I was talking about the Super Bowl halftime show. Maroon five is booked. Do you know who's in Maroon five? Are they, what you mean, man? He does have chops, man. He can play right. Uh, but. Maybe he'll pull it off. I say this is the year of the D for Super Bowl halftime show. Oh Tenacious God. D comes on and burns the whole stadium down with their ferocity. Really? And here's with the magic of with it. their cheese. You mean they'll stink up the whole place? No, no, the they garbage, would melt the man. place down. The corridors would alight a fire with the rock that would burst forth from their loins. But the magic. They could bring their friends on, right? Right? Dude, no one cares about Tenacious D. <laughs> you could get, they'd bring on Dave Grohl. Maybe, you know, Eddie Vedder comes on or something. Springsteen maybe flies in. Tenacious D would put on an amazing halftime show as halftime shows. They would not were. be putting on the show. They'd be relying on support. To hold Not them true. up and to make the music actually somewhat decent. Well, it's not a comedy. No. The Super Bowl halftime isn't a comedy show. We don't need Tenacious no. D on it. It should be a spectacle. It should be shtick. a like, It's not. Shtick. It should be. It should be like a big old spectacle uh, of entertainment, which is what they would bring. Tenacious D for Super Bowl halftime. Tenacious D sponsored by Weight Watchers. So they are unable to create good music because they're over a certain weight in your mind. Is that really what's going on? I'm just saying Jack Black's getting pretty damn big. No, he's looking like Jack Black. Mm. Just Speaking great. Speaking of uh, big, you and I saw this uh, commercial or trailer for a new, is it, I don't know if it's a movie in the theater or if it's a movie on crappy Netflix or something, but uh uh, what's his face in there? We had to do like a double take because of the amount of weight that he's lost. His face was, uh, who's the guy, the guy from super bad. What's his name? Super bad. <laughs> Who was in the movie? Super bad. Superb. It features Jonah Hill, okay. Michael Sarah. Superb. <laughs> I'm not sure I understand. <laughs> So the British say it's superb. Yeah. Jonah Hill was looking like, I don't know his face. He looked like he was uh what's that move that Stephen King thinner. You know that movie that they did thinner. 
the man who's cursed and keeps losing weight every day, no matter how much he eats, he was looking like he was, I don't know. Face was completely drawn. What's up? What's that movie where the Batman guy did where uh, the machinist? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, he wasn't that bad. It was just, uh, well, was, I believe your comment was he needs to put some weight back on. Well, I like, I, he's always, he, I love him when he's, uh, when he's chubbier, he's lost weight before and it's, it's, it's been, yeah, weird. but never like this. This was boys gone. Uh, he's got to hit the sizzler. This was, back on. this was for some, uh, show that's on Netflix. Some movie did on Netflix. I'm not saying he can't act. I think because his the part that he was looking like the his uh, facial expressions and, and whatnot were like pretty legit, man. But uh, he's got to hit Sizzler back up. <laughs> no, I, I'm all for everyone being healthy, but like you know, like some guys to have some. Like, what if John Candy uh, got his stomach stapled and came back one summer all thin? You know, it, it'd be crazy. Be no good, right? Well, part of his charm was his, I, I prefer to use the word, uh, if it, if it even is a word, lo- lovableness due to his, um, size. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, he's that's, what, very, that's what made his comedy yeah. funny and, and made him likable was just you know is over his whole package and i don't know if it's the same with jonah hill i guess i guess because people seem to tend to remember him more so i guess from super bad as that initial image of of what he should look like but good for him like you know he did it he dropped it it's just sometimes it's it's still uh, surprising and, t- and takes me takes me a second to realize it's him. The mo- that movie or show did look interesting though. I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, What's the time. name of Jonah Hill's new show on Netflix? He's one available on Netflix with Jonah Hill. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Maniac starring Emma Stone, Jonah Hill, and Justin Thoreau. doesn't say what is maniac on Netflix about. Here's a TV show matching maniac available on Netflix with Jonah Hill. Two struggling strangers connect during a mind bending pharmaceutical trial involving a doctor with mother issues and an emotionally complex computer. Got a good cast though, man. Those three are pretty good actors. I don't like this Netflix though, man. They just keep pumping shit out. And I think they're at the point now where it's like, they're just sticking, pumping anything out and seeing what sticks to the wall. Well, they had that massive influx of production dollars, right? A couple of years ago. So now it we're doesn't mean everything you put out is going to be good. Well, you can only they put out so stuff. much and have quality. They've been doing good stuff. Not everything is a home run. Speaking of which, what did I say? I guess it was yesterday that we need to watch on the weekend. Oh, Iron Fist season two. Pull that up on the uh, dark interweb. No, we're watching. Uh, we have to get through that Lodge 49. I want to get that in me. Don't know what that I is. Started the first episode. It's on AMC. It's like <sighs> a. Uh... <sighs> Talking to you with something else. It's like, uh, you, you lose, I don't like that name. I don't like that name. Trains. Uh, the name is very interesting. Cause it's like, oh, there's some lodge, some old, old timey lodge or something that this, that this young server dude is trying to get into and maybe resurrect it. And there's some mystery behind it, what this lodge is and who founded it and what's happening there. It's like, yeah, what uh, did you say to me, did you ever, you obviously have never seen the big Lebowski. No, so I asked you. And then I turned my back on that bullshit right no, away. I said, pretentious prick. I said, do you like the big Lebowski? Cause this is like a, what does that matter if I like the big Lebowski? Because this show is obviously 
like a serialization of the big Lebowski. This guy's even called dud. His name is dud. I get it. Dude, dud. Yes. So obviously I asked your take on the big. No, that was pretentious. That was pretentious. I As I stroke my chin and, and, and ask you, Hmm, are you smart enough to like the big Lebowski? <laughs> Did you appreciate that comedy quote unquote? Exactly. I already knew the answer. There's no Joe Rogan in it. So I've seen it twice. And, and, I, and then I don't, I'm not giving you a comment if I liked it or not. Cause it doesn't matter. It should not matter. Well, that I was going to tell you whether this show might work for you or not based on that opinion of that movie. No, but that was a pretentious opinion. No. What? You have a pretentious opinion. I know. That was a pretentious opinion that you just, you told me. It's like, is if I, if I don't like the big Lebowski, then I, mm-hmm. <laughs> we all know your comedy. I, I'm above you because you don't like big Lebowski. <laughs> no. Maybe you do. We're, no, I'm, I was you know, it, it's all about your, uh, you know, different textures of comedy that you appreciate and they vary. I appreciate the big Lebowski. I got to be in the mood to sit down and watch it though. I'm not going to say it's my favorite comedy of all time or dark comedy or whatever, but I like the Coen brothers. They put out good shit. Well, I did see some other good movies. Should should I run it down? Is this gonna, this, you gonna knock this off your list of on your paper there? No, I've been you know meaning to talk to you about this for a while, but it's always been uh, a Joe show. It's been a Joe show for many many weeks now. But they've been tremendous. They've been tremendous shows. So everyone right. liked them. Watch. I saw this documentary. It was on 9-11. They aired this documentary, Canadian documentary called You Are Here, A Come From Away Story. And it uh, documents the time in uh, Gander, Newfoundland, when uh, 9-11 happened. And uh, all of uh, domestic and international flights were grounded immediately. And this small town of Gander, in the middle of nowhere, took on like many, many international flights at their airport. And it's not like they had any kind of accommodation for all these people. This small little town suddenly had 6,000 extra people in it all at once. And so this documentary explores how this town immediately mobilized into uh, hospitality and accommodation for all these people, just gathering food and supplies and everyone opening their homes to strangers to stay in. It was a uh, well, uh, well done documentary describing how that came to be and, uh, definitely showed the folks of Gander in a very, very good light. And they had lots of interviews with the passengers who were grounded there as well as, uh, the Ganderites that helped them out. And like people were saying, we were literally a refugee in a foreign country yet. When we left two weeks later, we were 50 pounds heavier because they fed us so well. It was just the story of hospitality and the documentary was in support of this musical they have out now. I think the musical is called come from away, come from away. Yeah. Yeah, We tried to see it when we were in New York, but uh, Oh, did you sold out? It looks awful. Yeah. But all musicals look awful to me. I I, I wouldn't (laughs) want to see the, the, well, I shouldn't say that. I, I'd watch it if I could. But this, um, I mean the musical, but this documentary, uh, I don't know if I could sit through it just because it would be so emotional, I think. Hmm. It wasn't a downer in any way. It was a positive story of this community. No, that's what I mean, though. It's just, it's it's like you said, 6,000 plus technically, like, you know, refugees who aren't able to return to their home country, even though it's like, uh, 30 minutes away by plane Mm -hmm. or suddenly, you know, offered all this hospitality by the small Newfoundland community in the middle of nowhere. Who's probably, you know, they don't have a lot of, uh, income there and whatnot. 
uh, you know, life is already hard because of their location. And they just take these people in and say, our house is your house. And I know like people were offering them money for all their hospitality, all this stuff, and they wouldn't take it. And then some people met there, people on different flights that were grounded there met and fell in love there and got married. I know that's part of the uh, documentary that they touch on that once or twice, but, um, you know, and it's emotional too, because of, you know, what was happening. Just like I said, you know, 30 minutes, one hour away in, in New York. Right. Yeah. And yeah, really they, they had no news reports either. They didn't know what's going on. They didn't even know why they got grounded. It just kind of happened. And then, uh, the, you know, and the walked, rights had to break the news to them kind of thing. Yeah. We walked through that and walking, we walked, we did walk through that nine 11 site when we were there. Um, and that is stirring and emotional when you're walking through there. It's just, uh, and there's tons and tons of people there taking pictures still. And, you know, there's that, I think there's like the trees that survived in that area they kept and they're, and they're, and they're protected. They've got like, um, you know, they built like a stone kind of thing around them so that they, they're still protected there. And yeah, you just, you walk through and you see all the plaques of everyone who died. So it does sound interesting. Maybe I'll check out that documentary. Yeah. Please check that out. You are here. Uh, come from away story. Um, I also saw Deadpool two finally that lived up yeah. to all the hype. I thought I it was it. excellent. You, burr, what? It's garbage compared to the first one. It was, this one was just complete filler. What, the, what are you talking about? You are out to lunch. The first one was better. Was this a predetermined uh, review from you? No, I didn't even know you watched it. I'd seen it. I don't know maybe a month ago or something where, uh, through connections. And, and um, you may, yeah, I just, I didn't like it. You, your eyes open whole time. Yeah. Unfortunately they were, I wish, I wish they were closed. I don't know what's not like that was extremely entertaining. Been a, it's been a while since I saw it. I can't remember too much about it, but I know I was entertained by it. No, well, you're blocked. You blocked it out. Your your mind's telling you it was entertaining. No, I loved the team he assembled. I liked, uh, yeah, the normal really? guy that I thought was hilarious. Um, guy diabetes. Uh, what else? I liked the return of uh, you know the X Men characters from the first one. In that in that two second cameo, you mean? No, well, his old the old the soup Ivy Supersonic or whatever the hell her name oh, was. God damn! Which yeah. I, I thought Did she you was like saying. the the shitty Colossus again. Yeah, Colossus with his uh, horrible accent and bad CGI. Go look at old X. Funniest ref the funniest parts of the movie were all the references he did against uh, Wolverine. And, and, running, and his running joke with uh, Hugh Jackman. And again, there were so many references. It does need another viewing to catch everything, especially the uh, epilogue where he he goes back in his uh, breaks the fourth wall, if you can say that, and goes back through his timeline and tries to correct all the errors of his uh, filmography. That was pretty funny. You and I did watch. It was a little while ago, anyway, but there was like a a Wolverine marathon oh yeah <laughs> Whoa, we were insane we watched uh was it three or four of the wolverine movies including the uh the one with um the initial incarnation of deadpool i guess right whereas logan uh saber and then they created uh deadpool right mm-hmm God, that was horrible. 
we watched that one, the Japanese one. Hey yo. Yeah, the Japanese one was good. Well, I liked it because of I did read about him going back into uh, Japan and fighting like the Silver Samurai and all that. Hello. Oh, what? Yeah. Pay attention. Just getting some business done. Uh, yeah, and then there, no, the sprinkled in some other X-Men movies too. Like we watched probably four X-Men slash Wolverine movies in a row. And, uh, man, that was, that was quite a feat. We should have been drinking though. We couldn't, we couldn't, but we should have been drinking any other time that would have been good times, but it was a nice uh, distraction for us on that vein. I will say I also finally saw justice league and Hey folks, I liked it. Uh, sorry. I thought it was kind of entertaining. I, I went in with low expectations because I hated that Batman versus Superman movie. Well, that's the reason why you like Justice League because you hated the previous one, Batman versus Superman. Okay. Uh, if, you they just, seen, if you haven't seen Batman versus Superman. No, that's not true because they fix things. Marble Marbles. Marbles. their Marvel's wiping their ass with these DC movies, man. Well, that's the thing that with the uh, Justice League, they actually fixed some issues. You know, it's like uh, the whole thing doesn't have to be dark and uh, sourpuss for yeah. two and a half hours. Yeah, it does. We can actually have entertainment sprinkled in here, you folks. Don't need comedy into your fucking superhero movies when the world's about to die. <laughs> when the world's about to die. Go back through literature. There's always going to be a little bit of comic relief and it's used as a tool and uh, it is necessary to entertaining storytelling. Somebody gave me Christopher Nolan here <laughs> and, and they fixed some things in justice league and they made it, they made it entertaining. I'm not going to say it was perfect. I can't, I don't even remember how it ended, but uh, I, I still remember a couple of key scenes that were really stood out to me that were pretty, uh, pretty entertaining when the flash finally confronts uh, a superman who is uh who doesn't know who, who is his friend or who is his foe and the flash comes you know blasting onto the scene and the flash is in full speed motion so he has this swagger because when he's at that speed he is he's unbeatable and he's never seen anyone rival that speed so you can just see this swagger on his face as he's flanking around superman but then Superman, even though he seems uh, as a statue in still time compared to the Flash's speed, his eye starts to track the Flash. And then they cut back to the Flash and his swagger is uh, gone. And now he has this fear building up in his face because he's never seen anyone actually track him before. And it was, it's those kind of interplays of shots were, were quite entertaining. That Flash character, though, I did like. He was... Uh... He was one of the main characters in um, oh, that Wallflower movie with the the girl from uh, uh, Harry Potter. The perks of being the perks of being a wallflower. He was in that. That's like ten years ago, wasn't it? Yeah, he was the, uh, the gay brother to um, fuck. What's her name? The girl from Harry Potter. What's her name? Well, what would he have been four years old? Because, like, that's who's the time. girl in Harry Potter? Sorry, I can't search that. Who are the key actors in Harry Potter? Oh, Hero matches for Harry Potter. Who played Hermione in Harry Potter? I found eight Hermione and Potter for you to choose from Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's no, Stone. No, no. <laughs> Who was Hermione in the Harry Potter movies? Who played her? Here are movies matching her. Who played Hermione in the Harry Potter movies? What's her name? I'm sorry. I don't have that information. <sighs> Who are the key players? In who asked who questions was like in this? the perks of being a wallflower? 
Here's what I found on the web for who is in the box. Ah, Emma Watson. Flower. Emma Watson. Now, the guy that played The Flash was not Charlie, not the father. And, and by the way, The Person Being a Wallflower is a good movie. I haven't mm. seen it for there is there Ezra Miller is the guy who played the flash and Paul Rudd was in uh, the perks as well. Oh, well, maybe I should watch it. Rudd don't dud. Yeah. The perks came out in 2012. I've seen it twice. And he was man, also in suicide squad as the flash too. Yeah. That was, that was garbage. That was terrible. I don't remember the Flash even being in that. Was he in maybe an epilogue or something? That was horrible. Uh, but Justice League, I can recommend. And then I sat down. I wanted to watch rewatch Avengers for the first time. Get the second viewing of, of Avengers in. Because the first time was in the theater. And then I, I like to wait till the Blu-ray comes out. And then give it a second watch. And I finally had time to do that. And I, uh, I was downloading it. What you what? You were doing I, what? I was downloading a copy. No, you should be paying for that. Uh, it was from, uh, from, from the library. And with my internet connection, that takes like four hours. So it finally finished. Which one? Why were you watching the Avengers? I wanted to see it again for the second time. The, the infinity war, the big movie, the, oh, uh, I haven't seen that. What you mean? Civil war? No, no. The last movie, the oh. Infinity War. See, the, I, I got the Avengers. The masterpiece Infinity, of the Infinity War, but I haven't I can't watch it because I haven't seen Civil War yet. That's the beauty of this Infinity War. There is like zero setup for newbies. There is no coddling. You're not gonna get any kind of uh exposition for hours. It's just headlong into it. They're not going to explain who this person is, why this person is here, how that person got there. What does this person do? What's that guy's name? Why is there a raccoon? You're not going to get any of that. They know we've sat through 60 of these movies already. And finally, here is the big crescendo. Here's what they've been working to. Here is the explosion in your face, and it's going to be in slow motion as it drenches you for almost three hours of salty goodness. And that's the way it was. I wanted to see a second, uh, second for the second time. Downloaded it. Finally got the kids to bed. Set my theater up. Transferred it over to a USB. Threw it in the Blu-ray player. Blu-ray player wouldn't play it. Like, you son of a bitch. Didn't like that download of it. Well, I can't download it again. Wait another four hours. So you know what? I think it's good enough. I'm going to pay. I'm going to pay to see it. I'm going to, wow. I'm going to pay the rental fee to see it. So I, uh, go through my, you go again, paying for something. <laughs> I go through, well, it's worth it. I'll, I'll, I'll pay for this. I'm go through my satellite provider. Um, find the right version of it. Is this surround sound? It's got to be surround sound. Get the surround sound one, all that. And uh, get ready, uh, route all this through, get comfortable. And uh, then the satellite thing says, uh, oh, you're unable to view this because your HDMI is hooked up to a non-compliant blah, 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 boom, bullshit, uh, copyright. They couldn't confirm something. Wouldn't let me play it. Like, how would it know what it's hooked up to? Yeah, I don't know. Son of a bitch. So it wouldn't even let me play that. Oh, actually, sorry. Even before that, I had set up a second download. And then I tried to watch it on the satellite. And of course it needs to download the first half of it. And it's because of my internet connection. It's like, eh, we can't download this. Your internet's too slow. So I had to come back, shut down all my downloads, go back, try and play it. Wouldn't play. Like that's a son of a bitch. So then, uh, okay. How about Xbox? I turned my Xbox on. And, uh, I went through the Xbox and that was finally how I was able to, uh, get it was by paying for the Xbox rental to watch it. So that's how I finally watched it. It wasn't as great the second time. Normally a movie like that to me would be a lot better because I'm picking up everything I might've missed, but I instead picked up on stuff that made me, that hit me the wrong way on the second viewing, like, um, 
when Spider-Man is overpowered by uh, Star-Lord that really, it still stings me that this happens. That doesn't make any sense. Spoiler alert. Sorry, that's minor. Very minor spoiler alert. Happens for, happens for half a second. Still bugs me as a Spider-Man fan. Not, well, wait a minute. <clears throat> technically, technically Star-Lord does have powers, though, because he is sort of like a demi demigod kind of thing, right? Yeah. As was shown in the second Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, So okay. maybe it's believable. Yeah, maybe. Um, but that's, you know, you're stretching it, right? Like, yeah. technically, Spider-Man should be able to basically pick him up and throw him out of his way. Well, Spider-Man he wouldn't pick up a car. Yeah, exactly. Pick well, up Star-Lord. Nor would he be put in that kind of a hold because Spider-Man with his Spidey sense would never allow anyone to get behind him. Because yeah. Well, that's the issue when you get into these super movies or the superhero movies and then people nerd out and start going, well, who's the strongest uh, superhero? No, the Hulk could just beat everybody up. Uh, Iron Man couldn't do the Superman's technically the strongest. And he could just use his heat vision. Um, and then this guy could do that. It's just like, oh, you f- nerds. Curious. Just sit back and enjoy it, you freaking geeks. Well, I'm just telling you my honest opinion. Of so things that uh, beats you up. Things that tickled the back of my neck a couple times. That's all. Something like that got me. So ponytail tickling the back of your neck. Watch, watch it for the second time. Uh, with uh, a little bit of trepidation that these things you might pick up on some things. I'm going to watch it once and then not waste the rest of my life thinking about it or watching it a second time. But while all this was going on, actually that was a two night odyssey of trying to watch the sequel or watch Avengers. Ah, The life of Riley, man. Who's got that much free time? I had two nights, two nights nights to watch two two nights is, is big deal. Yeah, it's a I lifetime not, to some people, man. I choose not to sleep from 6 p.m. until 10 p.m. Like you, some people. If you had, if only you had stuff to do. Uh, so uh, that first night I threw in the towel on the whole thing and just watched a movie that was already on my hard drive. And uh, that was uh, Mission Impossible 5 I rewatched, which is Rogue Nation, which is not the latest one, but the one before that. Yeah, that's the one I got to watch. And that is a fan fucking tastic mission impossible what's the movie. one before rogue nation is that the one where they go to abu dhabi and he's climbing up the side of that world's yeah. tallest building that's the one before that it was, it's okay but this rogue nation and the copy i had was spectacular the audio on this copy i had was just the whole house was rumbling it was sure, insane I'm sure your kids were loving it they'll sleep through anything but sure, uh sure your kids appreciated it that was that was a fantastic movie, Rogue Nation. I should uh, that reminds me. I should look into finding the latest Mission Impossible movie. See how it stands up. The opening sequence of Rogue Nation, man, when he's jumping on the back of this cargo plane. I haven't seen it yet. Well, that's it's just opening. I don't know anything about it, as they say. Ex, just excellent adventure uh, style of well, Tom Cruise. That's what you do, man. It's it's if. It's like if they'd done that Spectre movie, the James Bond Spectre, properly, you would get this Rogue Nation movie. Like, Spectre was good first, second act, maybe, and then it just falls apart. Uh, there's no Casino Royale. This We're not getting into that, but Which Rogue was, Nation. Uh, the tits from top to bottom, baby. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I got a flush. Whoa. Just that's minor nuances that made the entire movie great. Subtleness. So geez. Yeah. That's been all of our movie watching for the last while. Well, I think you need to fucking <laughs> some extra work or something. You got too much free time, son. What are you doing in the evening? That's so busy sleeping and watching because you're watching baseball games. You're sleeping. I know you're not putting the kids to bed. No, you're not uh, bathing them. The kids are in bed at seven. Seven? <laughs> Can't you get them to bed earlier than that? 
try to. But <clears throat> no, how come you're not playing the Spider-Man game? Big gamer? Oh, I'm gamer guy. Shit out of that, man. What's your what's your handle? Gamer guy seventy four. Okay, yeah, I'm loving Spider-Man. I loved uh, Spider-Man Two on the original Xbox. Uh, that's like one of the few. When I purged all those games back in the day, that's the one game I kept because you could always just throw it in and zip around the city to, as a stress reliever. And uh, this new Spider-Man is takes that and just perfects it. So wonderful, so smooth, elegant. Uh, it's it's just wonderful. I am having so much fun just zipping around the city. I'm not very far in the story. I'm only 50% in the story, even though I've spent hours and hours just traveling around the city doing shit. I'm, uh, I was gonna, <laughs> gaming wise, I was gonna hook up my, uh, PlayStation one tonight, throw in resident evil two. I couldn't remember where I had all my hookups. Why would you uh, play Resident Evil 2? Any significance? The Cartridge Club Game of the Month. It's the Cartridge Club Game of the Month. Cartridge Prime. But it's also because uh, the new uh, RE2 Redux is coming out. I don't know if it's this year, late this year or early next year, but sort of, uh, I haven't played this game since it initially came out back in the day. I don't know if it would hold up. That's what I'm interested in finding out. I don't think I've ever played that one. Because for me, that was the, that was the, the, the well, I don't want to get into it. Save that for another show. That was, well, we got to wrap this up, dude. Time to bounce. <clears throat> Did you knock anything off that sheet of paper? I, we don't do papers here. We're off the cuff. Oh, where we talk about what's been up for uh, the last while. There's still, I got stuff to talk about, man. Norm MacDonald, oh, no. Paul McCartney, no. lots of Macs happening. Got lots no. of Macs to talk about. No one cares. Is McCartney dead yet? Can he just die? It, this is if you're a Beatles fan. No, I know we don't talk about it. <laughs> McCartney fan. Now is the time because he is everywhere. You can check him out everywhere, and he just did a uh, live concert on YouTube last month, which you can still find. Where it was, uh, is from Central Station in New York. They like had a little area, and he put on this performance that went. It was like two and a half hours, and it was freaking amazing. And they did the uh, Abbey Road me uh, medley, which I, I don't think I've seen him as a solo artist do before. I'm sure he's done it before, but me personally, I haven't seen it, and it was spectacular. Everything it should have been, and it was. Check that out. But Paul is everywhere. Maybe we'll talk more about that next episode on STC Pond. Speaking of YouTube, though, make sure you go over and check out Retro Revolution's channel where he just put out the Atari Lynx consoleization. He stuffed an Atari Lynx into a console and uh, total custom job, even uh, brand new shell with a brand new paint job and even came up with uh, the cardboard to put it in the cardboard box, designed a box. Even you got to appreciate that as a box guy. Can't you? I, I actually, I don't appreciate it because I'll tell you why I appreciate the effort he put into it. I don't appreciate this because it is not uh, OG original Atari Lynx box. It is OG because he OG'd it. He's no, the OG. It's not, it, no, it's He's a KO. The OG. It's a KO. Guys. <laughs> we talk in Transformer talk. Knock off. They only say KO in Transformers, eh? Well, that's what I mainly associate KO talk with. Like I said, I appreciate the effort he put into it. It's crazy. Like it's. Well, I just and and that's certainly above and beyond. But he is the. OG. I don't like it because it's not OG. He is the OG. He is the OG. 
All right. OG. That's his next shirt. I am OG. Speaking of which, I, it's time to, I got to go Swayze on this podcast. Why you got, you got big plans. I know. How much sleep do you need? Well, fill us in for my C, my CPAP mask is calling me. How many hours is it that you require? If you counted it up all, all hours of sleep you take, actually, I wish you had a smart uh, watch like I do that counts up. No, those are not good for you. You know why those aren't good for you? Because of the electro, they throw off the, your, the inner electromagnet, magnet, mag. (laughs) Why do you say it? (laughs) (laughs) I'm so tired. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, uh, we should say it for me. We negativity of your body. So we should, it's those things actually should not be worn. We should do it over and under more basis. I should say that if you want to wear it for like your little run, you want to run down the street and back, whatever. But, uh, on a continual basis, no, they throw off the field inside your body. Okay. So that's, that's not madness at all. Over under, uh, 14 hours of sleep a day. That should be the over under. We'll do a big poll. Dude, seven hours sleep. That's all you need. Yeah, that's all you need. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Thank you well, for that. I'm yeah, I'm running on I'm missing out okay on five uh, hours of that right now. Poor guy. Definitely go over to our YouTube channel. New stuff over there, new pickups. And uh lots of pickups. Our last ever yard sale for the season pickups, as well as uh oh God. No more videos. I got a specialty vinyl box set from third man records. That's got its own video. You should check that out. And uh, then we did a, uh, another pickup video where uh, we managed to get some negotiations happening at a pawn shop. So see those deals and uh, go over to T public. If you want to buy some, uh, some shirts and sweaters, Uh, there's going to be some new designs coming. Joe's finally going to get his design out there. One of these days, uh, I've commissioned people to do it for me. Actually, I think the store is on sale right now. I don't know if it'll still be when this drops, but, uh, the sales all the time. And, uh, as well, of course, go to stcpod.com, uh, where you can find all of our podcasts and the extra stuff we do, as well as links to Amazon, where you can buy your laundry detergent. And we get a small commission off that. If you use the links on uh, that webpage, <coughs> I think that's it. Is that it? Out. We gotta go. Post it, post it. <laughs>